Hey everyone, my name is Harrison Kwok and I'm the pastor of the Northern Collective Church in Whitehorse. Um, I'm joined today by Mike Woodard and he's one of the team leaders for uh, C4W. It's Cycling for Water and they're doing a cross-Canada journey. Uh, him and four other people, they're going to be touring from, I believe, Tuktoyaktuk all the way to Newfoundland, raising and awareness about wells in Africa and the great need of safe drinking water for these places that don't have any. So the goal is 64 days, 64 wells, and I understand that the average age is 65 years old as well. I think I read on um, the website. And so I'm honored to have Mike join us today and tell us a little bit about himself and this journey that God has placed on their hearts to do. So Mike, welcome. Thanks so much, Harrison. It's it's great to be with you. And uh, it'll be fun to, I've never been to the Yukon. So it'll be fun to, to come and uh, be there physically with you. It seems like a long ways away. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the kind of the idea behind this ride actually happened several years ago. A friend of mine um, who is exactly my same age, we're five days apart. He said to me, kind of privately, he said, you know, I have an idea and I don't want you to tell anybody, but I'd love to cycle across Canada. Would you go with me? And I had never thought about cycling across Canada. And so I um, said, well, you know, if I agree to do this, we have to do it for a cause. We can't just do it. It needs to be for something. And uh, we did actually in 2014, four of us cycled from Victoria to St. John's, Newfoundland and raised money for water wells. And the reason we chose wells was because there's just nothing more basic than water, clean water. And the, the, the statistic that just broke my heart as we started investigating what caused was back in 2014, every, I think it was every 27 seconds a child dies from a water-related disease that is preventable if they have clean water. And that just broke my heart. And so now the good news is actually that has changed. Now it's only every 90 seconds a child dies, which is still heartbreaking, but you can see there has been improvements. So we, uh, we decided to do it with Global Aid Network. They're pros at, and they drill deep, um, deep capped water wells. Uh, to provide a water source in villages. And each well services about a thousand people. The wells cost $8,500. And so for $8.50, people can have clean water for a lifetime. And wow. I just think, wow, that is so amazing. Plus they partner with the um, Jesus Mill Film Ministry and uh, seek to share the gospel through the Jesus Film in these villages. So it's giving clean water for their physical bodies and offering uh, living water for their souls. And a well transforms a village. You know, it really changes the dynamic. People are healthier. Less time is invested in searching for water. The, um, the overall impact is significant. Kids are freed up to go to school. Women are freed up to do other uh, industrious activities as a result of not having to go search for water. And so it's just such a basic thing that we take so for granted. Mm. So this time we're actually, um, we're actually uh, wanting to, we went C to C last time. We thought, well, you know, we need to do something different. So we're, the plan is C to C to C, 
Tuktoyaktuk to Prince Rupert to Halifax. It's about a 10,000 kilometer ride and it'll take us about 65 days. And so that's why we're shooting for 65 wells. It matches the number of days and our age. (laughs) The last time we did it, we just had such incredible opportunities with people across the country, such acts of kindness and wonderful visits with local communities and churches. It was just inspirational just having um, interacting with people who had, and the way I think of it is we're giving people an opportunity to do something good. You know, many times we're overwhelmed when we hear, you know, that 785 million people do not have access to clean water. And the natural question is, what do I do about that? In fact, that's about the population of North, South and Central America. So can you imagine our Western hemisphere that nobody had access or very few people had access to clean water and the impact that would make. And so the, um, the opportunity is so, so significant to give something that is so needed and also provide uh, the Jesus film to that. And so by cycling, we're hoping to draw attention to the need for water, but also give people that opportunity. If people came up to us uh, when we were cycling last time and we'd stop at a restaurant or something, they'd come in and say, oh, I'm so glad you stopped. And they'd throw a $20 bill on the table and say, I just want to give you something to help out with this cause. And uh, and other people gave whole wells. They just Mm. said, you know, uh, in fact, uh, out in um, New Brunswick, a family decided to to give us a whole well and they had their grandson come and present us with a check. It was so, so incredible. It was very cool. Wow. So your goal of 65 wells in 65 days, um, I've seen on your website that you've already had some pledges. What is your goal and when do you hope to meet that, not only in well number, but in terms of financial donations from people? Yeah, yeah. So we've been very encouraged. We have 26 wells either pledged or committed, actually paid for. Um, And so it's kind of a day-by-day thing. So we can kind of cross off the first 25 days that they're covered. And uh, what we're thinking, the way we're thinking about it is we're looking for 65 groups, individuals, families who just kind of raise their hand and say, hey, I want to um, give a well, transform a village, And um, it's almost like adoption. In fact, the cool thing with Global Aid Network is if a, you know, an organization or church or um, individual takes a whole well, then they they give them that uh, well's location. They once the well is drilled, they do a video clip of of what's taking place in the village and they send it to the individual or the the group that has sponsored that well. So it's almost like adopting a village. Wow. So in 2014, you've done this trip. Could you tell us a story of how one of these wells has transformed a village, um, stories from from Africa or wherever uh, else wells are being drilled? Yeah, yeah. And so here's here's kind of the typical scenario that they will, the game goes to a village and then they uh, meet with the leadership of that village uh, who have requested a well, and they uh, lay out certain expectations. 
you know, that they will take care of the well, they'll actually have a committee of people who are responsible for the maintenance of the well and the care for it. And they, they also do some hygiene tree, um, hygiene um, oh, workshops so that they learn how to keep things clean and, and be healthier. And then they also offer, if there isn't a church that exists, then uh, they offer to uh, show the Jesus film and uh, give them the opportunity to, to hear about the, the living water. If there is a church there, they come alongside that church and help them minister more effectively in the village training to the church leaders. And you know, your story about a specific village that I don't really have one actually. I, um, because I, I'm a volunteer with, I actually work with Family Life Canada. And, uh, and so I don't work directly with Gain and I'm gonna have to track one down. So when we come visit you, we will have a story of a specific village that, um, that has been transformed by just the, the uh, well that has been drilled there. Yeah, and, and for those of you who are listening and watching, uh, the C4W team will be passing through Whitehorse and on August 1st, they will be uh, sharing at the Northern Collective Church that's Sunday at 3 p.m. And I believe the whole team will be there. Uh, yeah. what's, what's your journey like in Whitehorse, yeah? Yeah, our whole team will be there. In fact, we, we one of our members uh, that was gonna join us, his wife is having some health health problems. So he's not going to join us. And so there'll just be four of us and our support vehicle driver uh, coming in. And um, it'll be, um, well, we will have been on the road just a few days, actually, at that point. We're leaving Abbotsford on uh, Monday, July 19. We're driving north. And we're still, the Northwest Territories are still a little bit up in the air. Okay. They, they are very locked down. And even though we have uh, all been double vaccinated and uh, we have our support vehicle, which can provide almost like an isolation for us because it is a motorhome, mm -hmm. uh, we're still not sure if it doesn't open up. We're actually going to start at Dawson City and okay. then go back to, to uh, Dawson City in the fall and try to finish that last leg. We're assuming by the time we get to Halifax, we'll come back. Um, we're just hoping that, that, uh, we can do it then and maybe we'll come see you again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let us know. We'd love to have you. And yeah. that journey, you're, you're thinking of starting in Tuck and I remember going up there a few years ago, there's, there was an ice road, but now there is a proper road that you can bike on. Okay. Well, it's a gravel road. So we've actually arranged to pick up some dirt bikes or gravel bikes in uh, Whitehorse. If uh, if Tuck is open, or if that road or Northwest Territories is open, right. you will have different bikes for that section because there's 700 miles uh, or not miles kilometers of gravel. Yeah, wow. So um, definitely a, a new experience and a challenge from our road bikes because our road bikes would not handle that kind of uh, beating. Yeah, that's 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 quite. Uh, I can't imagine. My wife actually biked across Canada, Victoria to, I believe it was, I think she ended up in Quebec, started in mile zero in Victoria, went over and, and the training her and her friend went through. So could you share a little bit about your guys' training and preparation going into this? Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, we all were committed to uh, cycling 
between 2,500 and 3,000 kilometers in training uh, kilometers leading up to this event. And I know that, that um, everyone has surpassed 3,000 actually, and uh, two of the cyclists have uh, ridden 4,000. So just to get ready, uh, because of the grueling nature, you really need to be ready when you hit the hit the road. And we're um, we're all older, <laughs> so maintenance goes up with age, just like an old car. Yeah, our bodies are that way. So we're really uh, just trusting that God will give us the strength. Last time, there were moments when I remember going to bed at night and just praying to God and saying, okay, God, there needs to be a miracle tonight because I just can't imagine getting on a bike mm. again tomorrow. And he, he always, you know, restored our, our bodies as we went along the way. And, you know, we had such touching experiences. We were at a, a rest area outside of Edmonton last time. And we're early morning and uh, these two guys on Harleys came along. They had the full leathers. And so they're saying, what are you guys doing? And as we explained it to them, they literally emptied their pockets. They gave us Canadian money. They gave us U.S. money. They gave us coins. They just said, here, this is so, you're, what you're doing is so good. They just kind of handed us that, all that money. And, uh, you know, another, another story, we were at a Tim Hortons and these two ladies who were about our same age. And we said, we're kind of doing this for our 60th birthday celebration. And they said, oh, wow, when we had our 60th birthdays, we just had a big party. And so they were quite taken by this. So they went up to, the, to leave and they came back and handed us a $150 Tim's card. Mm. And they said, you know, this should get you a little ways down the road. <laughs> so it was just delightful. And the fact that we, when we finished that ride, we had enough funds raised to provide 33 villages with water wells. And so, um, you know, this time we're already up to 26 and we haven't even cycled. I was thinking, hey, maybe if we get all 65 before we go, we don't even have to ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Didn't, didn't work. We're going to ride. Yeah. Well, that's, that sounds pretty encouraging. Uh, those, those Harley guys, it's great with the support and the women with the Tim's cards. So how can people listening, how can they support you guys practically? How can they be praying for you as you prepare for this really amazing journey? And we, we hope that God just uses it to, to bless so many people around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think one of the one of the concerns is just that, that there are a lot of things going on right now. You know, there's mm-hmm. COVID and there's forest fires and just that God would, you know, open the way for us. It would be just amazing if Northwest Territories uh, open up. We've asked for a special permission to go explaining, you know, kind of what we wanted to do. But so far, they've said no uh, until it opens up. So that would be a miracle at least from this vantage point right now, that if they would open. The second thing is really safety. You know, riding on roads and uh, you just have to be very careful. So just that God would protect us. Last time we had some fairly dramatic situations and God protected us. You know, it was really quite stunning in retrospect. And then I think in openness, just that people 
would be open to um, hearing the story and really open in the terms of generosity towards people that are literally dying because they don't have clean water. And then also part of our goal is to raise awareness of this need. Uh, last time we had some great open doors with media outlets. We had television interviews, radio interviews, tele uh, newspaper, so that God would just kind of open those doors too for us to be able to, to explain why we're doing this and how something really quite incidental for us, $8.50, can change a person's life mm -hmm. and actually provide health for children. I have a granddaughter, a new granddaughter. She's the cutest mm -hmm. little girl in the world, of course. And uh, she's just nine months old. And if I was living in one of these countries, her life expectancy would be hugely less than it is right now. And so it's just, you know, I've thought about that when I see her, she's so healthy and so cute. And I'm thinking, wow, there are other grandfathers in other parts of the world <laughs> that have to watch their grandchildren die because they don't have clean water. And that just breaks my heart. So, uh, that's part of the motivation and just pray that God would give us grace in this journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mike. And how can people be tracking with you? How can people support you and, and follow what's, what's going on almost on a day by day basis, really? Yeah. Well, our website cyclingforwater.ca. Um, there we will post a blog every day of where we are, something about the day. There is a, on the blog tab, you can actually sign up and it'll come straight to your inbox if you want that. Also, Facebook, we will cycling for water. It's just cycling for water, the number four in the middle um, for both those addresses um, for the website and Facebook. Then um, you can get the Facebook updates. And so we'll, we'll try. They, you know, the, there may be 10 days where we have no internet coverage. <laughs> I don't know how it is around here. We have that. So um, you may have it up there, but we'll try every day to get something up there to let you know where we are and what we're doing on the website. It actually has uh, our route and there's a day a breakdown day by day with a little map. If you click on it, it shows you um, kind of the, what we're covering, how many kilometers, those kind of things. Great. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for your time. And, um, all the best to you and the team. And we look forward to see you August 1st here in Whitehorse. And, yeah. um, please, do you have a final word or a final thought for us as, as, uh, you get, well, you're leaving what Monday? Yeah, we're leaving Monday. We'll be driving up your way to get started in Dawson city or talk to talk. Yeah, I do have a final thought. You know, mm -hmm. I was, um, I was training, uh, for this ride. Um, and, I'm an optimist. And so I'm picturing blue skies, wind at your back kind of experience as I was training for the first ride. And um, one morning I was riding in uh, to the office. It's about 35 kilometers. I was riding uphill against the wind and it started to rain. <laughs> and so I thought, the thought occurred to me, this is gonna be hard. But then there was a second thought. And that second thought was, you know, it'd be a lot harder to watch your children die because they don't have clean water. Mm 
And so that, um, that motivated us, you know, as we were going across the country the last time, we would literally say, this is hard, but it would be harder if we had to watch our children die because they don't have clean water. And so that, that inspires, inspired us to keep going. And um, so this time we're anticipating that we'll see God provide the strength and also provide the resources to really bless these 65 villages. So thank you. We're looking forward to meeting you face to face and being with you. Thanks for the invitation. You're welcome. It's our pleasure. It's my pleasure. Uh, please allow me to pray for you as, as we close up our interview. And yeah, again, Lord willing, we see you August 1st and all goes well. So I'll close in prayer and thank you. Um, appreciate your time again, Mike. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for uh, the work you're doing through Mike and the team and all that's involved through the support. And um, I would pray for the gentleman who wasn't able to come because his wife is uh, doing so well. We just bring healing and peace and mm. comfort there. Mm-hmm. Father, we ask that you would open up the Northwest Territories, that they'd be able to cycle through there. And as they travel across their amazing country, um, God, would you would you open minds and hearts to the gospel that people would come to know Jesus in our country through what C4W is doing. And we pray for the 65 wells, Father, that they would be pledged and, and built and that lives would be transformed by the power of Jesus Christ. So we thank you that we have an opportunity to partner together to see the gospel and your kingdom grow, um, not only in Canada and around in Africa, but around the world. So give the cyclists strength and, and the families and the people that are supporting, just give them joy as they, as they cheer on and pray for this team as they go through this exciting and grueling and tiring and exciting journey uh, for your glory, Father, and for our joy. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you so much, Harrison. I'm sure looking forward to coming and being with you in Whitehorse. Great. Thank you so much, Mike. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.